Hello, and welcome to the Writers and Illustrators of the Future podcast. This is John Goodwin, your host. This podcast is dedicated to the aspiring writer and artist and will provide inspiration and tips from top professionals in the field. If you've been listening to this podcast or are new to it, I thank you very much. I would also appreciate if you took a moment to follow it on whatever platform you use to listen to your podcasts. Tonight's guests, I'm really excited about this. They're the first two winners ever from Costa Rica. And this makes maybe the 60th country that we've had winners from for the illustrators and writers of the future competitions. It was so exciting to be able to meet them. I know we had uh, media that came specifically to meet them and talk to them. We had at the awards event, we had the um, consulate general from Costa Rica come to meet them and to help honor them. So welcome gentlemen. So please begin, first of all, tell me your name and what story you illustrated. My name is Chris Arias, and I illustrate The Fall of Crodendrime by TJ Knight. Good. Who I just finished interviewing just before you came in. Yeah. Uh, well, thank you. First of all, thank you for having us here. Uh, it's a pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, well, my name is Jose uh, Sanchez, and um, I was in charge of the illustration for the story called um, A Trickle in History by Elaine Mitko. And uh, yeah, that was my my Good. work. I just interviewed her before um, interviewing your author. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So um, you're both from Costa Rica, uh-huh. and so how long have you been illustrating? Well, in my case, um, I've been illustrating for many many years, <laughs> maybe from since I was a, a child, but not professionally. Uh-huh. Basically, uh, as, uh, it's like uh, my whole life is being always uh, towards that path. Mm-hmm. I've been interested in art since I was a little kid. I went to the University uh, of Costa Rica. And um, since then, I got jobs in graphic design and motion graphics. But I never, ever left the illustration uh, or drawing. I was always drawing and always doing um, my my drawings and uh, always interested in art, but never ever had the chance to make it like professionally, let's, let's say for a living. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And um, maybe my experience in something more professional was when I uh, got this job to move in Japan, I mean. So I worked there as a concept artist. Uh, in Japan? In Japan. But uh, concept art is completely different to illustration. It's yeah. mostly about drawings and uh, concepts, uh, but for animation. But uh, these are just the, uh, the source for the pre-production of a movie or video game, right? So basically your your drawings never gonna be like the final product right. as, as in illustration, because when you do illustration, is what you do is the final product, actual, mm-hmm. actually. And um, yeah, it's, I would say like three years is my, my work professionally but not in in the field of illustration mostly in concept art got it yeah but during these three years i've been also doing illustration but for my own like uh personal pieces stuff like that okay not commercially yeah okay good and yourself chris yeah in my case is something similar to jose's case because I can't even remember when I start drawing, <laughs> when I start dreaming about yeah. being a fantasy illustrator. Yeah. Yeah. But I went to the university in Costa Rica. I finished last year. I have a degree in a fine arts degree. And and I make personal pieces for my portfolio. And the first for the my first job is this one this really one. Yeah. so your your commission to to illustrate the story the fall of credenza m yeah 
it's my first professional job wow. as an illustrator. Well, congratulations on that. Thank you so much. Yes. So what was it like when you got the call from Joni that you won? Well, for me, it's like uh, living a, a dream. Yeah. That sensation of, of finally became a winner, you know, yeah. to finally, for my work to be acknowledged, because I, I, I'm entering to the contest six times before this winning time. I was going to, I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And, and that was in November 13, last, last year is November 13. I was in, in, in a birthday party. Uh huh. And I get this call from Johnny. I, I don't even inspect it. <laughs> so I took the, the, the call. Uh huh. And the first thing that I heard was Johnny saying, Chris, you won, you won. And, I, and I'm crying and dancing <laughs> for, <laughs> in, in all the house. <laughs> wow, that's great. And uh, for me, um, yeah, it, it, it took me time to realize that that was. Uh, happening like uh it was totally unexpected because i i i wasn't i, I my think my thinking at the moment when i applied was oh this is cool sounds really cool I, I really want to apply to this contest but uh usually i i keep my applications really low in mm -hmm. expectation because i still consider that i really have a lot of stuff to to work in terms of my art. So I applied with, without expectations at all. So when Johnny called me, I was, is this really happening? I was like, kind of shock, I guess. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh my God, it, it took me time to di digest the, you know, the call, the, yeah, yeah the, in, this in not the dimension. Yeah. yeah. Now your illustration, Jose, is fantasy. And Chris, yours is science fiction. Do you yeah. specialize in fantasy and science fiction, or do you do both? I try to do both. Yeah, I, I mean, your, your science fiction is its just amazing. Your art is just like, oh, my gosh, this is, like, so cool what you so did. Much. Just is just, you know, how all the different – the concepts you got in here, the – I mean, you can totally see the story, you know, just what you did there. I was just So you do both science fiction and, and fantasy. Yeah, I try to, to make both because I think that – they 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 were very very related mm -hmm. because the basis is the imagination right yeah the imagination is, is the source of of those of these stories and these illustrations so i tried to make both of them good and yourself um Jose? in my case uh, i don't have a preference uh, genre uh, because I am so, also, uh, let's say it's like uh, the, the last, let's say, three years for me is most about to experiment with uh, techniques and uh, yeah. my craft. Not so much on, let's say, choosing a specific genre. So I I try uh, stuff, uh, illustrations for for kids, for example for young adults, for fantasy, science fiction, um, even comics. Uh, so I've been like trying different genres and techniques in a way for me, let's say, to, to define my path, to discover what is more interesting for me. Mm -hmm. So I've been like really experimenting and now I am try I'm, I feel like I'm moving more in a way for um, science fiction and and basically science fiction is probably my favorite. Uh, I'm moving towards that direction, I think. I get it. Yeah. So now you're both from Costa Rica. Yeah. What does it mean to win an international contest being published in a book in America in the United States that's a best-selling book. What does that mean to you? What's the significance of that to you as an artist from Costa Rica? Oh, well, I definitely, it's a, uh, 
a huge step in my career, uh, I would say is uh, probably the biggest thing I made in my life is actually in terms of the, yeah, the, like I had this experience working in animation, but your name is almost, uh, it's almost invisible when you work in Comes to Dark. Right. Unless you work in a big production. But I consider this book as a really big production. So for me, it's like a, probably the, the, the biggest project in which I participate. Okay. Uh, I feel like it's so important for my career. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. And Chris? And for me, I feel very grateful and honored to, to be a, a part to, to collaborate with this book. Because I feel like we have, we have, we both have uh, the honor to be part mm -hmm. of, of of history in this book because of all the judges and people before us. Mm -hmm. So in in my specific case, I feel like like it's to it's very regarding to finally showcase my art and my my first. My very first book is this, you know. Mm -hmm. I discovered the book because I'm a very big fan of Frank Fraseda. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. So I knew he was a judge. Yeah. And and I knew I know that the covers he did for the book. Right. So when I discovered the covers, I I start to investigate what's this, what's the writers of the future about. Yeah. And I know about the illustrator contest. Mm -hmm. And I Start entering since 2019, I think. So for me, it's 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 a great feeling, a very regarding feeling, and to re represent our country. Yeah, it's a very good feeling to to try to open way for other, not only Costa Rican but Latin American artists. That's right. Yeah, yeah. The the fact uh, that the book is, uh, is huge in terms of uh, the fan base and things like that is, is really important for us. But also the, the fact that in Costa Rica, we don't have such amount of opportunities for right. books and publishing. Um, uh, so, that, yeah, it's, it's, it's something that we, in my case, I never ever... Uh, imagine that could be like possible but, right yeah. yeah so last night at the awards gala you met the consulate general from costa rica oh uh, yeah so what was it like meeting her elena right yeah, yeah. elena yeah. yes um no yeah that was really important because you you kind of measure the the influence or the impact, the impact that... of this uh, uh, achievement I would say for the country, I feel like it's going to be really important and probably is going to be inspiration for other artists. And um, I feel like it's important to, to, to keep the people inspired. In, for example, in our country, to take the, the challenge and try to do their art and try to apply to international contests and uh, make them feel like this possible like mm. you can do you can be part of a bigger project or uh, things like this book is amazing like it's really important i feel like good good and what about yourself chris yeah i think that we we can make a, an impact in in younger costa rican artists because like jose says we we didn't have many opportunities in costa rica but if you want to to break in the in the illustration world you 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 have to 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 get passion and if you have a dream you have to follow it and work con constantly mm -hmm. and disciplinate so i think that this achievement for both of us it's we can make a 
impact in younger I feel, artists. I feel like it's a positive impact for us, but right. for other people in in the country. Like, uh, yeah, it's, uh, not it's not uh, just for us. It's it's in general for other artists. Yeah, out there in Costa Rica that maybe uh, will be like thinking, oh, why should I do this or well, there is no point in studying art or there's no point in do the stuff that I love or that I dream to do. But uh, I guess uh, for some people, things like our experience could be like uh, a nice... An inspiration. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And maybe exactly. some people have this mindset that we don't have opportunities yeah. and they even try it. Yeah. So to see... The both of us receive receive the receive the the the, the 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 prize. Yeah, can make all the artists feel like there is this is possible. Mm -hmm. You know, that's the idea. Now you we also had a TV station came to interview you as well because they felt it was really important. You went to their feature yesterday morning. You went to the studio to do. The interview is part of a special in Costa Rica, but they said, no, we'd rather make mm -hmm. you part of the news. And they wanted to come to the event. So they came and interviewed you at the event. What was it like being interviewed by that TV station? Well, if I remember the, that interview, okay, I feel like um, from, from my thinking is that uh, he's working for Latin America mm -hmm. uh, Target. I would say right. because he is not. Uh, I feel like the 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 questions uh, were more about the in, in the impact or the the yeah the, the importance of this um, uh, event for Latin America in general. Yeah, because it was the like, consulate general that got him to come. She's yeah. the one that said you need to cover this event. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And what I feel about it is that, uh, well, the first thing that comes to mind is, mm -hmm. you know, you think in Costa Rica, but uh, by extension, yeah, the, the, the influence and the, the impact is in, in general in Latin America. That's right. I, I feel like uh, um, it's what I feel like about this interview, Greg. Right. Yeah. Good. And yourself, Chris? Yeah. For me, it's like the the same sensation of of having that opportunity to to encourage people to enter in the contest and try to to showcase their art. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's it's um. I mean, you saw at the event last night. We had not everybody from the nine countries, but we had eight of the nine countries mm -hmm. went up on stage or we had videos of yeah. them speaking and the encouragement, the, the help and recognition of this talent is, re is really important. So you've been here for a, basically a week. Mm. What's been the best part of this past week for you? Well, for me, everything, <laughs> but, <laughs> but for me, the, the best part is like, can all these new tools that the judges give to us to to try to to get better in in our in our job mm -hmm. to to make an improvement professionally and personally mm -hmm. like like also like human beings you know? right yeah and to have the opportunity to share these times lunch. Uh, dinners and even in, even a beer with yeah. with these the, the legends. It was a a crazy experience, and for me, it's like unforgettable. Yeah, yeah, yeah. My case, uh, I feel like the uh, the workshops absolutely like it's really inspiring uh, to see the the experience of all these uh, masters i'm a big fan of uh, craig elliot mm -hmm. and uh, well, he was and, your concept artist of yeah, course yeah. Yeah. yeah and um bal also uh -huh. he's a legend um 
Laura Freeze. Uh, yeah, Laura Freeze. And, Cirello, uh, did you like? Uh-huh. He's there in oh, Spain. Oh, yeah, Cirello is amazing too. He's an amazing artist. Mm. Yeah, it's, it's shock after shock because you see this guy is amazing, the other guy is amazing. Then you do this another uh, experience and the other experience. And uh, it's, it's a, a week full of new experience. Yeah. experiences uh, at least for me is um, the workshops are so so valuable I feel like the insights and the the ideas that you get from real professionals mm-hmm. working in the industry with so many years are amazing I mean it's uh, my it's my favorite part definitely is the yeah. workshops yeah and the workshops are incredible yeah. <laughs> that the sensation wish. of uh, going to bed and, and think like, wait, I'm just talking with Larry Elmore. Yeah, that, I was about <laughs> to say that. Like, I am in the same building with, with Larry Elmore. Is like impressive. Like, you, is this Those really? I don't know. He's the creator yeah. of all the original art for Dungeons and yeah, Dragons. Yeah, yeah. And Dragonlance. That's his oh, art. Yeah, yeah. yeah and um, the fact that he's so accessible. Yeah. And talkative and and easy going is like oh my gosh this is yeah. like incredible it's it's maybe life changing experience and certainly is uh, unforgettable it's completely unforgettable the experience to show our portfolios to all the judges oh yeah it yeah. was amazing yeah so what was it like as you the, the work, it was yeah. set up i think there's what 10 different judges that were lined up and so yeah. you went 10 yeah. minutes 10 yeah. minutes 10 minutes going around so what was that like being critiqued by so many different judges with different with different viewpoints different perspectives oh it's it's really interesting because um you i feel like you you see the different points of view right like uh you can see your work from different eyes mm-hmm. and i feel like it's important it's like a real-time comparison of ideas so you don't have like a one point of view that pushes you to let's say any specific um, path right mm-hmm. for example someone with a bigger let's say background in in comics could be a have there could be like a, a tendency to recommend you things towards the comics, right? right? But if your stuff is not about comics, then maybe if you go in that direction, it's losing your time. Right. So when you when you see another uh, judges, I'm, I'm sorry, another judge checking your portfolio, and then this guy say, "Oh, you have this interesting stuff." Uh, you should uh, just do little adjustments here. Then you 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 start to think, okay, I'm maybe I'm more clo- let's say closer to to this specific area of illustration than comics, for example. Then in this way, you can uh, like uh, decide um, what's what's the path closer to you, maybe. Because you're looking at the different views of the right of of the of the artists, um, and yeah, I feel like it's 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 a nice experience because of that. Basically, yeah, you you see the different points of view, and a couple of these points of view give you a clear idea that this is the way. Right. This is the way that you have to follow. And uh, maybe the, this other point of view, not because it's completely different enough than what you do. What you, yeah, yeah. what, what you I have at the moment. Yeah. Now, there's a lot, of, there's, I know that there's various essays and, uh-huh. and points by L. Ron Hubbard that's covered. Yeah. Any, any particular lesson from L. Ron Hubbard that for yeah. you is like was really important? The well, communication for me. Yeah. Yeah. That the idea is me. impressive. Is uh, that art is the quality of communication? Yeah, exactly. It's really, really important to say something with the art. Yeah, and also you need to learn how to sell your art in an ineffective way. It's also part of I feel this uh, 
this idea of communication uh, because it's about having the ideas really clear in your mind and in that way, you you can create things that are also clear, mm -hmm. and you can also sell these ideas like easier, I guess. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Yeah, I yeah. think that I think this that that the same than Jose because the capacity that capacity of communicate for an illustrator it's even more important than than the technique that they use right. because they that makes easier easier and accessible to everyone mm -hmm. to understand to understand and and read our our work good good so now um Jose you're into concept art that's your current direction my direction actually is uh, it's it's my I would say is my first step towards illustration. Okay. I would say because concept art uh, forces you to to draw a lot and to think on in concepts and composition. All the technical stuff is something that you need in to craft in in, um, in concept art. You need to practice all those fundamentals every day, all the time. The concept. Is I consider uh, a job a really nice job, but it's not my final. Right. I would it's say not your final destination. It's not my final destination. It's like a it's in the way to pursue a, a career in illustration because illustration is completely different. You you have full control of the of the final piece. It's the final product basically, right. and yeah, uh, you have to communicate a complex message uh, with illustration while in concept you are just in charge of uh, a section of a bigger message that right. can be like a movie or video game good yeah all right in yourself well my main goal as an artist is to be a comic book artist for for that reason that communication message from mr for elron hubert it was very important to me because in comic book art, storytelling is very important. Exactly. Yeah. It's what it is. That's good. Now, which one of you had the story with customs where the customs agent was familiar with the contest? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So tell me that story. I, I love that story. So <laughs> I have my, my visa appointment on April 4th. And the the trip it's in April twenty two, yeah. So I was worried about yeah. don't get my visa on time. So the that day of the appointment, I have a letter, official letter that Johnny sent me. Right. So I went to the appointment, and the the official asked me like, "What is the purpose of your of your visit to the USA?" Yeah. And I said, like, I won this contest and give give her the the letter. And she started reading and get very excited. And said me like, Oh, I know about this contest. Congratulations. Your visa was approved. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. I mean that's yeah. that's really cool that it's yeah, that it's known that much internationally. Definitely uh this book has a really big uh, fan base uh, i would say is is more than what i can imagine actually mm -hmm. yeah um so i feel like we're we're going to uh, to face or hear more stories in the future about that like uh, definitely we are going to find more experiences like that <laughs> good so for somebody to find you now how where they find you on social media or on a website or art station or how so how do they find you Jose? Oh well, um, I'm doing basically Instagram right now okay. because in general I'm not so good with uh, uh, social media, but I feel like Instagram is kind of the thing that works for me. Uh huh. Uh, so what's what's the name of your page? Yeah, uh, my my page is uh, 
perotrope. You can spell it like P-E-R-R-O-T-R-O-P-E. -E. P -E. Good, so dog? Yeah, exactly, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it's like the 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 first uh, part of the name is perro, which means dog, <laughs> uh -huh. and the second part is uh, trope, which means uh, like a, the trope in in in, in literature and um, a type of story. Yeah, exactly. Yes, at the moment I was thinking a lot in in storytelling and images, and my love for dogs that I love dogs <laughs> and uh, just put together my favorite words maybe <laughs> good all right yeah in yourself Chris yeah you can find me on Instagram in art station as Chris Arias C-H-R-I-S A-R-I-A-S it's been great thank you so very much for yeah for joining me on this, on this thank podcast. you for having us very much appreciate it thank you very much and I wish you all the best Oh, thank great. you. Great, thank you. All right, so here we are again. We're about, I don't know, six, seven months later since uh, I interviewed Chris at the uh, Writers of Future after winning his uh, award. And um, so I'm just, I've seen him in the media so much over the last half year. I just was looking forward to an opportunity to speak with him again. So, hello, Chris. Hello, John. Thank you for having me on. Yeah, so I guess um, as an overview, what let's talk about now that we're half a year later, what was it like at that awards event and the awards week? And then what's it been like since then? So first of all, just another, now that we're half a year later, your take on what it was like, what your experience was. Yeah, it was a a truly game changer experience, you know, because I'm 26 years old and I am trying to break out in the the illustration world since I was like 19 years old. So mm -hmm. this year in the awards week, it was like like living a dream, you know, with the 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 gala event was like put the crown in this week, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Are you still in communication with any of your fellow winners? Yeah, of course. Mostly with with the the ones where, where I shared the week the most, you know, with Bruce Bernice also. Uh-huh. I have the honor to meet him, met him in April, yeah. back in April. So he is an artist that, that I admire so much, and I am glad to to meet him. And the other fellow winners, even the writers, we are in in touch, you know. Mm hmm. Well, that's good. You had a, I guess it was with one of the judges you were in, in touch with who was trying to help you with some work. What happened with that? And who was that? Yeah, it was Ciruelo. It was uh, truly an honor to to share a chat with Ciruel itself. Yeah, it was he's in Spain. So he's one of our judges in Spain. He's a brilliant yeah. artist. He does amazing dragons, but he lives in, in Spain with his such a beautiful family. Yeah, and it's a wonderful human being. Yeah. So what happened with, with that then? Yeah, it, he helped me a lot with with things that I feel lost, you know. I, I didn't have like a great formation as an artist. So I am self-taught in so, in some aspects. So Ciruelo, Ciruelo helped me a lot with portfolio things, you know, all mm -hmm. kind of things that you didn't learn in the in the career. Right. And then now when we last spoke, you were also sending some portfolio or some or some drawings to was it Marvel or to some studio Dark Horse Yeah I'm, yeah I'm sending my art portfolio to Dark Horse to be reviewed I'm now 
actually I'm working on some pages to resent my art with, you know, things that I recently learned. Uh -huh. I have to, to get better in some aspects like, you know, cinematography and all these kind of things. Right. So I'm trying to, to put my, my work at a professional level. Well, it was pretty darn good when you actually won the contest, as I got to say. Yeah. So now, what's it been like there in Costa Rica since winning? Because I've seen you, I've seen um, newspapers, I've seen radio, I've seen television, I've seen science fiction conventions and a parade in the recent parade. It's like, yeah, you know, so tell me about that. That must be like totally crazy from somebody who's, not used to that, to being totally recognized for having won this competition in in coming out to Hollywood. Yeah, it, it was the craziest year of my life. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the same day of the, the gala event, uh -huh. there was a, a, a new in the newspaper here in Costa Rica. You know, the same day in the night, you know, the... <laughs> The same night, I mean, so when I came back to Costa Rica and I uh -huh. turned on, turn on my phone, I have a, a lot of notifications on Facebook, Instagram, you know, <laughs> and it was crazy. The, the, the same week, the owner of Comic-Con here in Costa Rica yeah, write me in the Instagram DMs, he, he, he them far, the, yeah. Yeah, he was our Talk keynote speaker this year. He owns yeah. uh, Salt Lake City Fan X and Tampa yeah. and four different sh shows he owns. Yeah. Then far, make the contact, you know, and Manu, the owner from Comic-Con in Costa Rica, write to me and offered me to be a guest, to be a special guest to the Comic-Con. So I say yes immediately, you know. <laughs> And then it was crazy to have a television crew here in my in my room, in my studio, <laughs> to interview me. And I attend a radio show and a couple of TV shows. It was crazy to be recognized in the street. You know, <laughs> I'm working. <laughs> I have a, a very weird, funny experience. What's that? <laughs> with the old lady that saw me, you know, side eye saw me. Uh-huh. And okay. you are the guy that won an Oscar, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was an Oscar. That's right. I'm that guy. <laughs> I, I was like, yeah, best best actor, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it was the truly the craziest year of my life. And I... I'm very happy with all the things that that happened to me this year, mm -hmm. all because of winning the contest. You know, I, I'm also talk with a art collector here in Costa Rica. Yeah. He won a couple of pieces from from me. I'm work working on commissioned pieces right now. So it's truly a game changer experience for me. Sure. And then are you in touch with um, either Echo or Lazarus or any of the other judges about how to price your work to make sure that you're pricing it properly? Yeah. Yeah. In the workshop week. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's important. You work hard and then it's not like, okay, I'm going to charge a dollar fifty an hour or something like that. You need to, yeah. you know, your work is very, very valuable, and it also enables you to to reach certain markets. So now that you've been like a little over half a year since winning the contest, where what directions have you has your art gone? Yeah, it, I think that I make an effort to to focus on one thing. Because before the contest, I feel very lost with, with what, what I want with my art. Mm -hmm. You know, 
I want to make no I don't know art from TCG games like Magic the Gathering or something like that. But the field that I feel very confident it's in comic art, you know, with inks and line art. So I try to to focus on that. Like sequential art? Yeah. I try always I try to to the focus point on my art is, is storytelling. Uh-huh. You know, so I love sequential art. So in terms of doing that, have you already done uh, panels and stuff for for either private work or for any of the comics? I make my 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 own pages to try to to keep my portfolio updated you know to mm -hmm. yeah in in the costa rica comic-con i have the honor to meet my my hero <laughs> he is an artist from here from costa rica uh -huh. his name is dan mora he is working with marvel and dc right now you know he's drawing batman right now wow so i have the honor to i had the honor to 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 meet him and talk with him and, and get some, you know, some opinions of, of from some someone who who is in the in the industry right now. Sure. So he's he's giving you like advice and tips and stuff. Yeah, advice. Yeah, advice. So what's kind of what to you so far has been the most useful advice? to work in in sequential art yeah it's curious because this advice i heard in the workshop week from the book art from elvin howard uh-huh he's he told me the same thing you know don't try to be perfect or very detailed focus on communicate Wow, that's great. That's because that's, I mean, that's like um, art more about. That was that essay that he wrote on on art more about. It's like it's the quality of communication is what art is. Yeah, absolutely. Do you have a particular favorite Elwin Hubbard article that you studied? That one. <laughs> that one. Because as I told you, my my favorite thing is storytelling. So right. if you can communicate with, with your art, I think it's it has very good storytelling. Yeah. That's, I mean, that's essential. So now, because as an artist, that's your livelihood now, right? That's how you make your, that's how you make your living as an artist. Yeah. Right now. Good. Yeah. So. So you're doing, so the main thing you do is you do commission work and that's how you're making your money with through commission work. Yeah. Right now is that I'm living now. Okay. Yeah. So the commission stuff is how did that come about? Mostly from, from the people who came to Comic-Con. In Comic-Con, it was a, a very special experience for me because people came to my booth and, mm -hmm. and acknowledged my work as an artist you know, it was so a feeling for, of that all work that i'm making uh, through the years makes something <laughs> you know so that people in comic-con they is the they ask me for commissions in the convention mm -hmm. and then you know the that uh, someone that that collect art in costa rica he contacted me i don't know if he saw me on comic con or or any tv show yeah but that's what i am doing this time so now you're you're continuing to create your portfolio of, of creating sequential art Mm -hmm. So you can build that up while you still do your commission work to make your money while you're still working on, on, 
on getting connected up with either Dark Horse or Marvel or whoever? Yeah, I'm trying to to build. Uh, I'm trying right now to build a web page. You know, uh-huh. I had my portfolio on ArtStation, but nowadays it's all AI thing in ArtStation. So I'm trying uh-huh. to keep my my art on Instagram, and I'm trying to build my my own web page. And yeah, because you, you you do on art that you are do you do oil or are you you said pen and ink? I mean, you do ink and then you color with watercolor or with uh, marker. I'm working right now in or computer. You're all digital. I'm doing both. No, I'm working with traditional ink and making yeah. my own pencils to to build up my portfolio, uh-huh. and also um, also digitally. Okay, so now on because um, the people who are listening to this this podcast are the writers and artists, but they're also people trying to become writers and artists or to improve their craft. So part of why I wanted to have you as a guest is because you've been making some serious inroads as an artist, as your career, as your identity's improved, as your career's improving. So to be able to, one, celebrate that, but to also give some tips on what others can do to improve their scene, even from the simplicity of make sure you enter the contest. So from my perspective, yeah. you know, the most important thing is be honest with your work. You know, if you really, really, really want to be an illustrator or as or an artist, work with with passion, you know. But if you only want to draw two hours per week, you know, something like hobby thing, let's think about it, you know. So yeah. if honestly you have this dream to work in art, you know, work with passion and and follow follow your feelings, you know, in the things the fields that you are that you feel comfortable mm-hmm. work work in that on improve that. That's what worked for me. Good. Yeah, we just had an experience with volume forty where one of the illustrator winners, when they were submitting their final art, turns out they use AI. Mm-hmm. So we had to disqualify them. But your point of, of honesty, they were very dishonest about it, you know, pretending like they didn't yeah. read the rules. And then at the end, when we said, we well, should return the money because we've sent them the $500. They said, well, I felt bad about it. So I donated it to the church, which I know isn't true because all along they were submitting, you know, um, AI art. So we're now having to add in. That I means it's unfortunate because now it's fortunate for another person has a chance now to be the winner because we're picking a new winner. Um, I'm not saying who the person is, but um, we're now having to change our our procedure, our selection procedure. A few years ago, we had a problem with plagiarism. And so then Google has an app that you can use to see if something's been plagiarized because it can just it, it just goes through which which comes out comes in handy but now we have another problem which is you know fake art uh, the yeah. uh, ai generated art which wasn't personally created it was it was command created you know prompt created so on that we're going through a new we've even though we put in the rules no ai art we're now going to change to our our protocols where the contest director when before something is announced as a winner we're going to run their art through a few different uh, programs to see if it was if it was uh, official or if it was um, AI generated. It's unfortunate, but you're always going to have somebody trying to game the system, and it violates the actual basis of, of like true art, like what you're talking about there. So, I think the honesty, integrity is really important. Yeah, absolutely. Is there a certain style of art that's very specific to Costa Rica or Central America that's different than other countries? Is that does your art reflect that, or is there certain types of art that makes it unique 
No, I think that that my art is built up with some pieces of of the things that I've been collecting through the years. Uh-huh. You know, my my formation is as I as I told you, my form my main years of formation was self-taught. So yeah. I read comics, even see cartoons on TV, video games. So I think that my art is a, a, like a Frankenstein <laughs> with all these <laughs> with all these things, you know? Yeah. So now um, that's the interesting point. You say you're okay. So you're self-taught. I know you mentioned that before too. So a lot of people are self-taught. They can't afford art school. It would be nice, but it's just not there. So are there any particular programs that you found to be more effective or easier for you to understand and do? Yeah. In my specific case, we, in Costa Rica, we didn't have internet, easy yeah. access to internet since 2011, 12. So I have to 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 learn making art to seeing trading cards, you know, so comics, as I told you, TV shows, video games. So for me the 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 best thing that you can do to improve your art is is work. <laughs> it's uh-huh. to work, you know, work a lot. So I had the, the you know, I think that say that I am self-taught is not fair at all, you know, because you're you're you are always learning from someone else's art. So when I came when I entered to the university, it was my first art class. So I think that that the years at the university really improved my art. Yeah. And then, so, so then with respect to, so you said you've got a uh, situation there in Costa Rica with, with bad Wi-Fi. You've got no bandwidth yes. to work with. Because it seems like there's some technique that you need to learn somehow or another, not just like emulate, but like, how do you do certain things? How do you create depth or how do you make something sparkle or these different things, you know, it would seem like you have to have some type of, of, um, instruction, how, how to do that besides just practice, practice, practice. Did you, how'd you do that? Did you have art books? Yeah. Studying art books, studying paintings from the old masters, you know, these all kind of things help to improve your art and learn techniques. Okay, so then, yeah, because I'm just curious, like, if you're going to do, like, even doing sequential art, how do you know how to go from one frame to the next frame? So it's not too much and it's not too little. Yeah, it's it was difficult for me at the start for this specifically reason, because uh-huh. I didn't have a, a formation in that. but. I think that studying, I don't see, just see movies or just read comic books. You know, I'm trying to study the, the style of storytelling from a movie director uh-huh. or an artist in comics. So I'm trying to put this in my art. But right now I am taking some courses to try to, to get better with this. Yeah. And then um, I'm just curious, now that you've got some commission art working, are you starting to build up more requests for commissions? Are you, are you getting more people wanting you to, to do paintings for them because of word of mouth or anything? Right now, I have to, to make three commissions that I have. One is a really ambitious project, more like artistic project. So I'm not at this moment I I didn't have any more requests, you know. <laughs> I'm stuck with this kind of work. 
you got these three. So then the idea is with your was with your web page, people will be able to see your work and then you can they can go there and and be able to get in touch with you to be able to buy art from you. Yeah, absolutely. That's the idea. Yeah. Are there more shows and conventions and things you're going to be doing? Like you, you just did a Christmas show. Yeah, it was a, a very interesting experience <laughs> to be like marching, you know, these kind of things in in a parade. Uh huh. But here in Costa Rica are like two or three shows a year. Specific, specifically for comics and science fiction, all these things. So I'm planning to, to get more prepared for this next year. Uh-huh. Because the my first Comic Con was this year and I have like I had like four days to get prepared. <laughs> okay, good. So now on twenty twenty four, coming pretty fast. So what's your plan for 2024? Yeah, my plans are to to be involved in in some bigger projects. I've been working on some project that I didn't know if I can say it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm working with with Echo and Melio again. I can say uh -huh. it. Yeah. I'm very happy to I'm super honored to be illustrating with you again with for volume 40. So this is my my first step, my first big step for 2024. Good. And that's exciting there to to keep you connected. So uh yeah. So I'm assuming your your mom's still pretty proud of her of her baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, she's very proud. She's very happy because she always believed in in my dream since what since uh -huh. was I was a child. Yeah. She was very supportive. Good. And that's I think that's really important too. Family, friends. And have you had to to deal with issues with, with friends, quote unquote friends, who were critical of you or Trying or teachers who are trying to to discourage you. Have you had that to deal with? Yeah, yeah. A lot of times that happens to me. With yeah. People. So how do you deal with that? Because I know some people just they cave in on that. You know, they just totally collapse and just and quit. How did you overcome that? Because you've obviously have been overcoming that, and you're getting some good successes now. Yeah, I'm. I'm just trying to get focus on on the important things. You know. Mm -hmm. Focus on my dreams, focus on my objectives. And I, the only thing that I can say is like things, it's happening right now. You know? Good. That thing yeah. that, that I work for, it's happening right now. Good. Now, for someone who wants to see you and see your art, where do they go? Where should they go? Yeah. Right now, most in my Instagram page. You can <clears throat> search it like Chris Arias Art in right. Instagram. And I don't know, like these days I get ready with my web page. Okay, good. So we'll just stick with Chris Arias Art is your fa yeah. is your Instagram page and that's so they can see your see your work. Yeah. And then they can then they can just DM you from there to reach out. Yeah, absolutely. Good. All right. So this has been great. And I really wanted to be able to get to retouch bases with you to um, just see what it's been like. Cause I, I see you and I, when I saw you in that parade recently, I went, Oh my gosh, I have got to talk to this guy. This is, this is crazy. <laughs> you know, he's getting all kinds of recognition. So like what's, what's happening to his career? How's, how's that going? So I think this is great. And I think people are going to uh, will, especially those that really want to make it in the arts, and realize too, people listening to this thing here, Chris lives in a in a country where there is a problem with having the the Wi-Fi. And I mean, what I've observed is your desire is your urge or your desire to do it is greater than any obstacle. Yeah. Good. 
Well, this has been great talking to you, Chris, and I appreciate that. And thank you for listening. Subscribe to the Writers of the Future podcast wherever you get your podcasts. We have been syndicated on the United Public Radio Network where you can find these podcasts as well. Writers of the Future series can be purchased wherever books are sold in the U.S., Canada, the U.K., Australia, and South Africa, and available everywhere via Amazon. We are especially appreciative of our sponsor, Carnation, for supporting this podcast. Carnation has been making delicious milk products for over a century and is still going strong. Writers and illustrators of the future are contests created by Owen Hubbard to provide a means for the aspiring writer and artist to be seen and acknowledged. It is free to enter and open to amateur short story writers and artists of science fiction or fantasy. Again, thank you very much, Chris. Thank you for having me, John. Very nice to see you. Absolutely. Absolutely.